Hi, I'm Dave from Tesco, and you're listening to the Blue Coat Podcast. I left my dad's coat at a show. The sound man found it, don't you know? It took a while for me to get it back, but we stayed in touch and made each other laugh. And then we found a date that fit. To meet up. We recorded it in a hotel. That's how the blue coat diaries started. Welcome back to a proper Blue Coat Diaries podcast. I hope you liked last week's. I actually listened to the bonus episode when I was travelling home from the ship, which we'll talk about in a minute, to my house. And I really liked the second date special. I thought it was a good one. Yeah, you messaged me on the way back, sort of like this little glowing little text. It was it was quite, uh, it was wholesome, wholesome AF. It was, it was really yeah. good. I was just stood yeah. on a platform eating a... Cornish pasty, which is, you know, sometimes you walk past those places and you smell it and you just think, oh, yeah. it's just got me. It's hooked me in like a cartoon. It's making, it's like dragging me in <laughs> via my nose. <laughs> so you were in Southampton, you thought, right, if you point left really far, there's Cornwall. So, you know, just. <laughs> anyway, I was just enjoying that along. But listen, you look tired, man. You've been festival. Thanks, dude. You? Yeah. Yeah, I'm thanks, just going to be. I mean, I do as well. I'm tired as well. But I've, how was it? Wet. Yeah. Yeah. Makes a big difference, doesn't it, when you go to a it festival and it rains? Wet. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, remind I don't us, know. Remind us where you were. I was in Sheffield, and I don't know if anyone's seen any of the pictures or attended um, the state of the tram lines uh, site. The the, the Hillsborough one is just mud bath pure is it mud called bath. tram lines festival tram lines festival yeah that's the the, the sort of inner city festival they do oh in, in i know Sheffield, a band that was there there were many it's yeah. quite a big thing but the, the event that i do is a lovely um they have like a fringe to it where there's bars and clubs all over the city that do stuff as well okay so that's kind of how it started is a multi-venue thing but uh the one that i i do is like a it was originally down on the canal and it's run by a chap called Richard who owns a pub called the, the, the Dorothy Pax. And uh, it used to be down by the canal. They weren't allowed to do it there anymore. So it moved out to Healy's People's Park, which is this beautiful park that's own, owned by a community trust, not the council. We did it there. So we had a bit of a better time with the ground, but uh, we did, in the end, sadly pull it. Last two acts we had to pull because we just didn't want to wreck the park for people really but other than that we made it yeah we made it up to up to about 6 6 p.m on sunday and then we went yeah we're gonna call so you finished there sunday did you leave sunday uh brain yes yes okay sunday when did you start there when did you go over i went over early friday morning so you did Friday, Saturday, Sunday at a wet festival. Yeah. Friday wasn't too bad. And Saturday wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be. Um, people turned up, man. There were... there were. Yeah. I said, it's only that picture. There's a band called Henge on Friday. They're mental. They're great. Um, and then we had um, a really cool uh, headline uh, on Saturday. Is a, is a, a female-fronted... Um, Devo covers band. Oh wow! And they're amazing. And were you doing their sound? Yeah, I did sound for everything apart from the Henge. Um, uh, for, for the band Henge, who was a tour engineer I knew who came in and did it. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Did you see it, a band there over the weekend called Circa Waves? No. See, that would have been at the main, um, the main site. But okay. many, many years ago, whilst they were still on the way up. I'm talking quite a long, long, long time ago, playing the toilet circuit. They passed through uh, venues that I did sound in quite a few times. So I think uh, I've done sound for them a few times. Well, I know Colin, who's their drummer, so we should get him oh, on some time, actually. I'm going to make a note of that cool. now. Yeah, Colin, Circleways, because he put a post out saying what a good time they'd have, but he also said he didn't see any trams. He wrote it like he was quite disappointed. There are trams, trams in Sheffield. Yeah, Not at the fest, though, but, you know, you can't really have them going through the site. I don't think 
That would be a hazard, yeah. That Definitely would be safety. Safety Bob would have been. He would have been hot on that. So, were you on the whole having a good time? You come away from that happy. The that festival that I do that's run. It's called Packs in the Park now. It used to be Canal Lines, but now it's Packs in the Park, and it's um, wonderful. It's a free festival for everyone. So, if you're in Sheffield and about Sheffield, go to that. Go and donate on the GoFundMe because it, it obviously costs thousands tens of thousands to put on and uh it, it's a free festival for people and for the community and, and anyone who wants to go to it it's just a, it's just a lovely thing and i'm well looked after but when it was small it used to be a bit more beery and, and we can sit around afterwards and have a but now it's like oh this is like a proper professional festival and i'm in charge of quite a large proportion of it so it, it, it there wasn't you know, I saw people that I hadn't seen in months and months and musicians and stuff are coming by and I'm like waving. I'm like, oh, oh I'll have a chat in a bit. And just never you did because yeah. it's just... Where did you stay? Like, did you sleep in the van? I didn't. You know what? I had a bed. I did wow. have a bed. Yeah. And I had a bed due to the wonderful uh, Blakey, Mr. Blakeman, who's uh, a, a Sheffield local, who's uh, a musician and uh, a, a, an engineer and... Um, he uh he's a lovely man and he uh he, he put me up him and his lovely lovely partner cotton um they put, put me up and he makes phenomenal coffee oh, so i'm missing i'm missing blakey's cocky I'm, I'm missing blakey's coffee this morning i really am i fixed his coffee <laughs> machine for him for via a magic screwdriver thing so we kind of had a reciprocal agreement there i had the right screwdriver bit and his coffee machine fixed so he was happy i was happy oh i love that yeah, don't tell yeah. Marcus because he'll probably tip up there and try and move in. Well, yeah, up to Blake. Well, it sounds like an upgrade from being in a van. That's what I'm just thinking because you're normally in the yeah. van, aren't you, at a festival, cold at night? But either in a van or in a tent. Well, I don't, I don't own a van anymore because I sold mine off. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So now, often I'm finding myself I'm in a tent, which is worse. So you're sometimes. in someone's house. What luxury! Well, Marcus is going to be on later, so we'll find out he's how he's getting on. I did my first ever cruise, as you know. That's know. why we did the bonus episode. And I've, I've not told you anything, have I? I've saved all of I, it for now. I just, like, I, I, I mean, was it just full of uh, horny old ladies and buffet enthusiasts? First thing I'm going to say is that <laughs> I very much enjoy working for P&O Cruises and I look forward to returning to the boat. I mean, I've just bodged that immediately because you're supposed to call it a ship. <laughs> I'm and looking I forward it. to returning to the ship yeah. uh, because I'm not going to lie. I didn't know what to expect, wasn't sure about it. And I had uh -huh. the most amazing time. I was thinking this bit to make it interesting, maybe you should interview me. So come on, let's put right. your, all the skills you've learned on this podcast to the test. We've not got WD41 booted up today, but right. have okay. a go. Interview me about doing my first cruise just off the okay so yeah first things first um what what was the first feeling when you embarked on the ship absolute pure terror yeah not because i was going sailing off on a cruise but because this is what happened picture the scene right it's a saturday and you're supposed to fly to italy to stay in a hotel because oh, you day, started there, of course. You didn't yeah. start in Southampton, you started in Italy, right? Okay. Saturday, supposed to fly to Italy and stay in a hotel. And then the next day, get picked up by a car. It will take mm -hmm. you to the ship. And then we're going from there. Now, that changed. My agent phoned me on the Friday and said, listen, you're not going to go tomorrow now. It's all fine, but you're not going tomorrow now. I said, okay. He said, you're now going Sunday. So I was like, right. right. So it's kind of better because you're going to go directly to the ship now. So Sunday, you're going to fly to Italy. Then they're going to take you straight from the airport in a car to the ship. I said, okay, that does sound good. That's easier than staying in Italy for a night in a hotel. Then she said, but you are going to have to perform on that first night when you get there. So it's going to be quite a long day. And I said, that'll be all right. You know, I'm Johnny Awesome. I've done 2,000 shows. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. So... I got up at four o'clock in the morning on Sunday, got in a taxi, went to Heathrow, mm. flew to Italy, mm. found my car, which was actually quite interesting because I ended up going in a, like a people carrier with two other acts. A girl called 
Kezia Gill, who is amazing. I know her. Oh, amazing. Well, she's going to come on the podcast next week. You know Kezia? <laughs> yeah. That's mental. We'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, ages, but Kezia, yeah. who weirdly, as we're in this people carrier going along, we realise we're both from Derby, which is mental. Yeah, yeah. We're in Italy and we're about to go on a cruise and we're both from Derby. But Kezia was there to perform. She's absolutely brilliant. Singer, songwriter, country star, amazing. Uh-huh. And then a wonderful comedian called Noel Brody, who was just so lovely and so helpful. And in the ride to the ship, they just started to give me lots of real good info and help and all that kind of thing. Anyway, we get to the ship. I reckon it's about half two now. Get on board, which is really exciting. And that is when I found out that I was not playing one show that night or two shows that night, but I was actually playing three 45-minute sets on the first night on the ship. Welcome to Las Vegas, Engelbert Humperdinck. (laughs) I was like, what? You know, not like I couldn't do that, but I was in just, I was so shocked that that was happening. And then Uh, I looked at the time and it was now about three o'clock and uh they said, your sound check is at four o'clock. I thought, oh my days. So I literally had time to find my cabin, which was lovely. I had a cabin with a porthole, which is as romantic as it sounds. It was amazing. Uh-huh. shove my stuff in open my case open my rucksack thought right what do i need when i'm playing a show sort of grabbed everything together had a shower whatever next thing i'm in a sound check the theater you're mm-hmm. like this bit 950 seats theater. right that's pretty bloody big mate that's proper state of the art this boat is only i can't stop calling it a boat this ship is only under a year old. It's not even a year wow. old. It's brand new. That's so like a this... full size theatre, like a normal like theatre. Yeah. Yeah. And the guys that were working there were so brilliant. They could tell I was like tired and it was my first one and all that. And they were just so helpful. And they were doing things like they say, Hey, how, how's this for the backdrop for the screens? What do you think of this? And then there was just this ginormous photo of me behind me it looks so <laughs> wicked and i was like yeah that looks good let's go for that yeah. so i just you know i was brand new i didn't know what i was doing and then the other thing that made me laugh was this guy put this little radio pack thing on me and then clipped this thing on me and i assumed it was a mic and i was kind of going oh i don't need that because i'm going to just use a microphone he said no this is for lighting and i was like what and it was like oh, a tracker a thing follow spot wherever yeah. i walked in that theater the spotlight yeah. followed me which was just what well amazing th- this it's a dying art once upon a time it used to be the truck driver who was on his driving hours break who'd do the follow spot or whatever or, I can or imagine, whoever yeah. and then yeah. they got people who were good at it then it got down to like nobody did it anymore now everyone who does follow spot is just like the nearest person with two arms and everyone's terrible at it so yeah. now we've got robots it's the evolution yeah. it was like one of wd41's mates doing it and yeah. I did my yeah. sound check and then at half past six, I was on stage. I went out and I'd say it was about, I'll be really honest, I'd say it was about, I reckon it was about half full spread out. So that's still good, you know, 400, 500 people kind of spread over the whole of the theatre. That's great, mate, yeah. I had a really nice time. The guy that sort of introduced me was the entertainment's manager, a guy called Neil. He was really lovely to me, really helpful. Did that show. Then things got really interesting because... One of the people that was working there, one of the one of the crew said to me, get ready because the next two show, shows are, are full. Like, there's no more tickets. Like, they are completely full. And I was like, what? So on the second show, which was at half past eight, I walked out. You know, I was introduced to walk down stage, not a seat empty in the house. Like, 900 people. I was, you know, was, was buzzing. Like, what? This is just yeah. mental. So I did that show. Then I did an even later one at half past 10. And then let me tell you this. When I finished for the night and I went back to my cabin, I crawled into my bed, having travelled and done three 45-minute shows, which were so fun. So I was really going for it as well. I wasn't holding back. I got into my bed and I found that the TV in my room had like a movie channel and it was all free. Uh I put this cranky film on with Woody Harrelson in a new one about him being a basketball coach and coaching this special Olympics basketball team. And let me tell you what, I was in the greatest of moods watching that film that I don't even know what level of film that is, as in I don't know what rating that was, but I would give that five stars because I was right. so happy 
I was so happy to be, you know, first one out of the way and I yeah. just kind of got through those performances that, yeah, I lay, in my, I lay in my bed in my cabin watching that and, and that was the first day. So does that answer your question? <laughs> I mean, you went into quite a lot of detail, Sorry, I'd say. It went a bit far if anything, Yeah, I mean, it yeah. covers a lot. Yeah, well, I needed so you, to set the scene, didn't it, I? It would be it, it would be uh, fair to say that you hit the ground running then. Hit the ground running. And then, this is funny, the next yeah. day I go into the entertainment's office and I say to them, they're all lovely in there, and I say, right, you know, what a night, flipping heck, I'm buzzing after that. Right, what happens now? And they check the schedule and they say, right, next thing for you is your sound check on Saturday. And I, I kind of went, okay. And then I stopped and I went, it's Monday. And they were like, yeah. And I was like... So you're going to do anything till Saturday in terms of performing. And they went, yeah, that's right. Saturday soundcheck, three shows Saturday night where I do a different show. So I do a different 45. And I went, okay, so what do I do now? And one of the guys turned around on this like wheelie chair, just turned around like this and went, you're on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that was it. I got to spend a week on this boat. Oh my God. It's the most amazing vessel I mean, you know, luxury. Did, did you become a buffet enthusiast? What didn't I do on that boat? I went to see the Whoa. official take that musical. I ate like a king. <laughs> I went I, to see the official take that musical. On the, on the ship with people coming out of the ground, people on wires, full cast, full, like the standard you would watch like a show in the West End wow. in that theatre. Honestly, no joke. Yeah. Like, Incredible, incredible stuff. I met I met the people that did the shows. They're a company called the Headliners Theatre uh -huh. Company, and they were unbelievable. You know, they're all out of theatre school, and they're all performing these incredible shows. And I got, and I went to see Kezia. Uh -huh. So I went to see Kezia do her thing. She was so great, and I we got on really really well. Especially she's, lovely. she's from Derby, and yeah. she's going to come on the podcast next week. But also Noel Brody, who was brilliant. I got to watch him do his nights when he was doing comedy, and he's so funny and so so like brilliant with an audience and so nice to sit in as part of that audience and be and kind of you know be on a night yeah. out kind of thing watching yeah him. yeah it's nice and yeah, yeah my route i'm not gonna lie my my routine by the end of the week was i can tell you exactly what it was it was have a lie-in then i would do a bit of work and then i would go and have some lovely food go to the gym go on the top deck and sunbathe and read my kindle i was reading robinson crusoe while i was away <laughs> <laughs> because it's the free one on a Kindle and you'd forgotten to download no, stuff. No, I had to buy it, but I just thought I really want to, really? want to read something that's really sort of seafarer, kind of maritime, you know. Right, yeah. And it's brilliant. I really enjoy it. I'm still reading it. And then I would go and get ready to go out and then I'd go out and see the shows that were so, wait on a the second. So you told Kezia that you do a podcast and invite her to go on, right? Yeah. Does she know that I'm the co-host? I just kept calling you Mark, but I don't... No, she's listened to it yet, but she did think the idea was really cool and she said she'd listen, but I also... Did she say, did you say it's a sound engineer? Did you say it's a sound engineer that I met on a show? Yeah, but to be fair to her, yeah, just saying Mark and a sound engineer, it doesn't make it, you know, that narrow, does it? Dude, the last... Should I tell you the last how do you, time I saw How it? do you know her? From doing, like... I probably first mixed her about 15 years ago. You know, and she's popped up here and there. But um, the last time I mixed Kezia was I was, we were under a Concorde in a, uh, fucking what, what do you call them? A, a, a big um, hangar. And it was like the country, British Country Music Awards. What do you mean a Concorde? A, pl a plane? The plane, uh, the actual plane. They were in the hangar with the plane and I was underneath by the wheels and the wings went out and then there was a stage <laughs> just there. Like, so I, I remember last time I saw Kezia or maybe oh, I've seen what? her once since. I, in the past, I've seen one or two acts where I've said, in my, I've just thought to myself, they're going to be a star, right? I did it with uh -huh. Frank Turner. Like Frank Turner played me some songs really early on at a house party and I uh -huh. said to him, did you write those songs? He said, yeah, no. I just thought, there's no way you're not going to make it. I watched Kezia on that shit do her set and I stood back and I just went she's going to be massive absolutely massive so she's great we'll yeah. get her on the pod before she's too big to get on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> we'll try and get Noel on as well because he's wonderful and also yeah. equally brilliant so we'll try and get him to come on but Kezia said she can do next week so we'll sort that now yeah that's, that's, that's a bit of a summary of the cruise one thing I 
don't want to forget to do is say thank you to you for doing all the sort of admin stuff and uploading and, and just handling everything while I was away. Because I was basically, once I was at sea, I didn't have any signal, did I? So I couldn't talk to you. So I just had to leave everything with you. And you want people to watch the YouTube channel as well mm. as listen to the podcast. And also, reminder, we've got all the social medias going now for mm -hmm. the Blue Coat Diaries. It's the BCD pod for all of those, isn't it? Yeah, and at the BCD pod for the ones that have hats in front of them. Yeah. Yeah. So um, YouTube's been a bit weird this week. We've had people watching it, and then the one we put out all scheduled because I was in a field and Johnny was on a but ship. Um, uh, well it, it kind of... Uh, it got... The algorithm didn't sit right. So even if you just listen to this on Spotify or Audible or, or whatever, if you could go over to our YouTube channel and just a give a look. click a like and a subscribe and touch touch the bell, probably could have worded that better. Um, <laughs> just just do that stuff because we could really do with a boost in that and it would really help us out. So We'd like that. We'd like that. Now, listen, it, just quickly, last time we were doing a proper one of these, not the bonus, I was telling you about when i did a show uh -huh. and it was sold out and i made a thing about that on facebook saying oh this gig tonight's sold out it's going to be great and all that and then loads of people started posting underneath it and then i noticed mm -hmm. that they all seemed similar they all seem to be people saying oh i've actually got four tickets to this sold out show if yeah. anyone wants to buy them and i started thinking it was a bit sus so i was asking yeah. you on the last proper pod to look into it did you find anything out about that well as as we were discussing um, we went from we recorded the pod and then I edited for many hours and then yep. um, I went to a field and stayed there. But I have, have been thinking about it and I did a little bit of research and um, it, it does seem to be down to bots um, and web spiders looking for events that have sold out. Um, and it's interesting that it doesn't just it's when you research these articles, it's about Ed Sheeran or Lady Gaga or some some massive tickets where. Two guys were actually jailed and for 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 doing it for ticket touting, just yeah. scamming millions off of these tours. Um, but basically, what's happening there is is on a lower level, these um, bots um, are going out looking for events that are sold out, finding one that's sold out, then trying to find somebody selling tickets for it. And then they make their own advert for tickets saying, I've got four tickets to see if anyone else will buy them before they buy them off the real person who actually has four okay, tickets. Okay, so it's kind of bouncing from one to the yeah. next one. Yeah. So you think that maybe like most of those posts, because this is what I was saying to you is when I did the show, it was uh -huh. full. So it wasn't like all those four ticket people were telling yeah. the truth and they weren't there. So you think it's like, it's just computers like a, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's like a charity benefit thing as well, isn't it? What the one I was doing? The, you did, yeah. It was like a no, not that, not the one that was sold out. No. Oh no, th that wasn't the football one. No, no, no. That was that a was different, a different one. one. This, okay. No, this is this was just, it was just a show like a in... regular event. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember where I was. It, it, it seems like months ago, even though it wasn't. Anyway, so we think yeah. it's computers. It's just it's WD four one. There's a reason he's not on the show. It's anymore. probably him. <laughs> yeah, he's scraping Actually, pennies off the top is. of your gigs <laughs> because we've canned him for a bit. He's got mm. cross. Although I reckon we should try and let's fire him up next week for Kezia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can we do yeah. that? We yeah. Fire him up can, Kezia. We can try and do that. Right. We better crack on because Marcus is coming on in a minute. So can we have the correspondence jingle and I'll tell you what we've okay. had in. Oh, yeah. I can see that Marcus is he's in, the, he's in the lobby. Right. Um, correspond jingle. Correspondent. London, Tokyo, and Penzance. We want your correspondence. So I was telling you about when I went to Castlefield Bowl and it yeah. rained and yeah. there was a lot of mud and I got to see some funny sights of people basically stacking it and it was brilliant. And then we asked the listeners, we've had some good things in, what is the funniest thing you've ever seen at a gig? This is good. It's from Andy Wardle and he said it's not quite an offstage antic but... James Dean Bradfield ran back on stage at Move in Manchester where they were headlining. The fans thought they were in for an encore. He said the Mannix don't do encores. He'd come back on okay. for his fags that he'd left on his yeah. app. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that's that's the thing, isn't it? I've seen that one a few it's times. It's really yeah. good. That happens. Or I've left Jason... my phone and they go out and the crowd are like, Yeah, hey! do you know what? Jason Manford did a joke thing like that when he did his... He actually he did do an encore, but mm-hmm. he used to do a thing where he'd come back on and everyone would kind of light up like he'd come back on. Then he would pretend that he'd forgotten his phone. He was. He would even say yeah, to yeah. Mike, he would say, "Forgot my phone like that." Then he'd go to leave, and everyone would be like, "What?" And then he would say, "Man, joking." And he would do his encore. So it's kind yeah. of a spin on that. But um, thank you for sending that in, Andy. That was really good. The other one that we had is from a great act, actually, a comedian called Stevie Gray, who also plays guitar and does great musical comedy. Oh yeah. And Stevie said, genuinely, last week at my gig, a gentleman came straight up to me after I'd introduced the first act and said, would it be possible for the acts to have their lips a bit above the mic because his son was at the show and he was deaf and it would be easier for him to lip read. And he said, Steve Royal was already on stage and he was oblivious to this. He said he smashed it and the young deaf lad was actually really crying with laughter, so it was fine. But then he said, almost as an encore to his set, and obviously Steve doesn't know the bit about him chatting to this lad's dad, Steve did a 10-minute ventriloquist routine. Because <laughs> he did last time I did it as well. <laughs> I really like that. I'm sure everybody involved with that will find that funny. I thought it was really brilliant. Uh, also, this is quite funny. It's not. It's kind of sad, but it made me laugh. Stuart, who's a real fan of the show, he's a top fan, Stuart Bowker, he said, I was a kid seeing a pantomime. I was about six and I saw the actor playing the part of the front of the cow take the head off and chuck it on the floor. I really thought the cow had been decapitated and it scared me until I learnt the truth. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that just appeals to my dark sense of humour, if anything. Yeah. And also, Marcus has popped up on here saying he's got a few. One involving a toilet in Brighton, one involving the Rolling Stones... I want a Billy, Bragg, a Billy Bragg one. And he said, in fact, I've got hundreds. I'll save them for on the pod. So I've made a note to ask him about those yeah. shortly when we get him on here. Yeah. But as always, if you want to reply to stuff on the podcast, just do it through my socials or the BCD pod socials. And talking about that, I've got a good idea for this week's question. You know, you know, you were telling me about the Timmy Mallet sound effects <laughs> debacle yeah remember that's great right tell me about that one of my favorites so i remembered a really great story when i was away and i thought i've got to tell mark this i did a pantomime the year that i did britain's got talent i was in jack and the beanstalk and i played a character which is like the comedy role called silly billy and we had a giant in that pantomime obviously because it's jack and the beanstalk now the giant was amazing costume and it really was huge you know we look Uh i look right i'm six foot three but i would look right up in it on stage and it was done with someone kind of being inside it and they're on stilts and all this stuff. And it, it just was, just imagine a big giant on stage. Now, the audio for the giant, the vocal for the giant came from a laptop with little sound clips on that someone yeah. had to run for the giant. And we're in similar territory, aren't we? It always <laughs> went wrong. And it became it just became the funniest thing when we were doing the pantomime when we would enter that scene i can remember i can remember a bit of music playing that was the start of that scene and i can remember turning to other people who were in that scene with me and saying it's time for the giant scene and then we'd all say where anything could happen because literally we had to become so good at rolling with it and i'll give you an example there was a time when the sound effects for the giant were being played through and it someone was doing it wrong and they jumped ahead and it was talking about stuff that hadn't happened in the pantomime yet so for example there was a, there was a bit in the pantomime later on that involved the, the golden the golden goose or the golden so, hen or whatever it is so wait suddenly your pantomime was directed by quentin tarantino uh, and it's basically <laughs> yes <laughs> I can just remember a moment where the giant was coming out with something and we kind of clocked, that's the wrong clip. It's from further in the show and it hasn't happened yet. But to keep the show going, we were having to ad-lib our responses to the giant and also not just totally piss ourselves laughing. So I can remember a time where it was just talking about something that had not 
had no, it just, just totally made no sense to the audience. He was like, you know, he, he would say something like, Rah, you'll never get the key from me. And I was thinking, no one knows what that means because we have not done the scene yet that involves a giant key. And, I, and we'd have to go something like, well, maybe there'll be a time when we do need a key or something. It was just like always trying to bring it back to reality. <laughs> the but reverse the callback, eh? <laughs> the absolute best one. And, and someone else did the ad lib on this. A guy called Steve who played Flesh Creep. He's like the real baddie, the real boo hiss. Mm -hmm. Steve did the best ad lib on it because there was a moment where they played a sound effect that wasn't even the giant at this point. It was the sound of a chicken, which is from another bit of the show. So it's basically the sound of a chicken kind of like going and all that kind of thing, but coming out of the giant's great big mouth, like flapping away. And Steve, who played Flesh Creep, just did an ad lib about this giant having... Have you had a chicken for breakfast or something like that? You know, as if, like, as if it was like coming from it with inside the giant. So, yeah, I just wanted to tell you about it because it reminded me of that. And sometimes when you're at the mercy of someone else who's using iTunes or something and you're on yeah. stage, oh, it's hard. The, it the is Q difficult. Lab is the one you want, or there's a there's a an app that you can get that just has buttons. But for for theatre production, there's a program called Q Lab. Which yeah. is is the one that you want to use for it? I would not advise iTunes no. when controlling a giant full of chickens or something. And the other <laughs> thing I was going to say to you was talking about playing the P and O cruise uh -huh. and all those shows I saw and how how good it all was and stuff like that. I remind, remembered another thing I want to tell you, which was a, a real great old story about my friend used to work at the Lion King in London, my mate right. Adam, who was, he was an actor and he would, he would work front of house there while he was trying to kind of, you know, make it and be an actor. And he told me a story about complaints they used to get in the break, right? So when it went to the interval, because he was the front of house manager, people would come up to him and they would complain about things. Mm -hmm. And one night a man came up, he said, I think he was German and he was really angry. He was really cross German guy. And he came up and he, his complaint was that on all the bump and stuff for The Lion King, it says with the songs of Elton John, yeah? Mm -hmm. Well, songs by Elton John, because he wrote all the songs for The Lion King. Yeah, yeah. This guy was furious because he was expecting the show to have things like Rocket Man and <laughs> Goodbye Yellow Brick Road and all those kind of things. Hold me and closer, Tiny Dancer. My friend was trying to... <laughs> My friend was trying to explain where he'd gone wrong. And apparently you can't during... put the lion in a rocket. What are you talking about? <laughs> during this chat, I'll never forget this. The guy said to me, uh, he said, the guy was so angry. And I was trying to explain to him, you know, how it worked without John writing the music for the show, not it being out John songs, whatever. In the middle of this complaint, the guy says to him, uh, last night we went to see Mark Knopfler. He said, Mark Knopfler performed Mark Knopfler songs. And then he went, that's a show. <laughs> that was like his finish. <laughs> what do you do with that? Mic drop, he's out. Yeah. Wow. You just got to take that's that one on the show. chin. So yeah. I, this week's question for the audience mm. is f your funniest complaint stories. Yeah. Best complaint you've ever heard or received or, you know, ideally you've worked somewhere. And someone has made a complaint where you've gone, that is bananas. That's what you want. Your funny complaint stories. Send them in via Johnny Awesome and also the BCD pod. And next week, we will read the best ones out. Now, I can tell, I can hear him banging on the door. Marcus is ready, isn't he? He's waiting in the wings. Yeah. So, so should shall we, we get him in and we, play his jingle or should we play his jingle and get him in? What do you I, that's what I was going to ask you. Should we, should we do it simultaneously so he can have a vibe to it? Well, I want, to, I want him to hear the jingle because we've changed it, don't we? Haven't we? Okay, so let's get him in. Okay. Let's get him in. And then we'll, and we'll play him his new jingle. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh, my God. His name is Marcus. He's a drama, he lives in a van, but it's not a bomber. We're going to call him and find out where he's at. Listen. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that bit. Is it Marcus Hi. Carter? Hi. I dare even say this, but where are you? I'm in my favourite place in the whole wide world. Is I thought to myself, boots? where is the best Wi-Fi in the whole of this nation? And there's uh, only one answer. Tesco's. 
Tesco's. <laughs> right, okay. Right, okay. I mean, the soft oh, furnishings at Tesco's. Soft furnishings, yeah. With coffee, that's a dangerous mix, mate. I know, I've been wandering around for ages. You guys are late. And I started yeah. getting worried that security were going to sort of... I d- accidentally yeah. wandered into the clothes section and then quickly reversed out when I realised I had this. Yeah. Well, you're standing loads of, next to a load of ladies' underwear with a coffee and, and some recording equipment. Well, I mean, that's... At just the moment, first place this I is went. working brilliantly for me. I can see Marcus <laughs> nice and clear. He sounds great. Marcus, can you see anyone in the Tesco that's working there? Can you see anyone like... Uh, are there any sales assistants? Actually, funnily enough, there were quite a few earlier, but now they've all disappeared. <laughs> I think we should get... Like, I, think we should ask, I don't want to deal with Mark, this. <laughs> Let's get Marcus to ask something, an inquiry, Mark. What do we want to know? Basic, based on the fact he's in Tesco. Um, uh, Tough one, isn't it? I mean, there's you know, there's not much here. Listen, much we missed about, the jokes really. about lasagna ingredients by a few years, haven't we? Um, Why don't you ask them if they've ever heard of the... Ask them if they have heard of the Blue Coat Diaries podcast. Well, that's going to be a short conversation, isn't it? <laughs> well, let's see. You never know. The numbers are going up. Are they? Might, Are we in it, double yeah. figures yet? <laughs> look, this, 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 this is anyone? annoying. Look at this. Look, look, look. Can you see that? Yeah. 25% off. Yeah. Um, like, school's only just broken up on Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they're already flogging back to school stuff. I mean, yeah. Well, you've got to you've got to get it ready, haven't you? You've think got to get of the ready. kids' mental health. Imagine, like, the first day they come into Tesco, first day of the school holiday, and they get met with that. G- yeah. Yeah. No they just drag him in and put him in another school uniform. Yeah. Marcus, while you're looking for while you're looking for somebody in the Tesco, I'm going to read you out the van names that we've had in for you because we've had loads. Oh, great! And I want you to cho- I want you to choose one. All right, so I want you to choose one. Okay. So let me find the thread. There we go, there we go, there we go. Because Marcus... Oh, we've had loads. We must have had about 50. Right. Oof. There's wow. some good ones. I'm, I'm glad you prepared. Loading it up. I'm really? just finding them. Right, right. here we go. This is so, quality, quality stuff, this. How about this to kick off from Jan Walsh? Oh, it's cold, she says, it? can you hear me all right? Yeah, yeah, it's just cold. I wandered into the refrigerated area. And dairy. <laughs> That's better. Pet foods. That's safe. Jan Walsh says, how about the van with no name? Well, I don't think Jan spent very long thinking about that, did she? Or he. All right, well, this, this, one's quite be, this one's been quite a popular suggestion because a lot of people have liked it. How about Vanny McVanface? <laughs> Well, it's a classic, isn't it? You like that one? Yeah. It's a classic, but it's a bit obvious. Yeah. What about Vincent, as in Vincent van Gogh? That's from Emma Poulton. Very good, Emma. I think it's been done, though. And also, the one I've just read out that I forgot to credit was from Leroy van, van Face. That was Thank from you, Leroy. Leroy. Don't forget that you have to beat the current name, which is um, Vanier West. Okay. Okay. What about... Let's have a look here. Bob Rushton, who I'm pretty confident was in the New Cranes. I've heard of Bob. Bob says, Orson. Then you'd have an Orson cart. (laughs) Uh. There's a reason why I left the New Cranes. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, to be... To be That's fair, a stretch. it was actually Bob who came up with Vanier West. I mean... Oh, was it? Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. well, that's the one to beat, then. That is the one to beat. Bob's... Okay. Bob's, yeah, stick with his first instincts on that one so yeah. far. Yeah, I think so. We've also got Bessie from Paul Bri- Briley. <laughs> Bessie the Van. See, I like that. That's just a Bessie. no-nonsense name, isn't it? Yeah. It, it kind of reminds got... me of, of, of bad Yorkshire puddings and, and sketchy roast potatoes. Yeah, I can see that. Paul Davies is suggesting the Mark Sadus because it's a Mercedes. Okay, the Mark Sadus. Yeah. Okay. 
Mercedes. My name is. What about this one from Melina? Melina said, "Halloumi Catmobile White Vast Guy Liner Mercy Dies Van on the Moon or Crash Symbol." Van on the Moon is great. I like that because I'm a big REM fan. Yeah, Van on the Moon's pretty good. Yeah, and actually, if that's the Melina I'm thinking of, then she's from Germany. And um, a, a recent concert in somewhere in deepest darkest Germany, she did my eyeliner before the gig, so that makes sense with the oh, eyeliner. That sounds thing. like it could be, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, would be. be an incredible coincidence if it's not that Melina. Fairly sure it probably is. I think that's all knows? the good ones. I... So what are you going to go for? Hmm. Oh, that's difficult. Could I? Could I think about it and come back with the big reveal next time? No. Oh. <laughs> but I'm kind of stuck Only with me. it. Blimey, I nearly come, come on, Francesco, I nearly knocked me over. Um, well, as it's as it's got a new cane, Cranes connection, and it's kind of spooky that I mentioned it, and then you kind of took it back to Bob. I think maybe you should go with Bob's, but it's up to you. Well, Bob, um, Bob had a few though, didn't he? What were they? What was the one you said that you was your favourite when we were starting this bit off? Can't remember. That was ages ago. I mean, Vanier West was the best out of them. Oh, Vanier West. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that's the, that's that's been the working name. But the problem is, I don't like Kanye West, mostly okay. because of his politics. So every time I say it, I kind of feel a bit ill. It's like having yeah. a van called Donald. Donald. All right. Well, why don't we yeah. go for Van on the Moon then? Van on the Moon. I like that. Van on the yeah. Moon's good. Yeah. Donald's uh, Triumph we... was the one that you were looking for. There you go. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I got distracted by an air fryer. <laughs> All right, Marcus, also, while yes. we've got you on here, yes. you mentioned on Facebook that you had some good stories to do with gigs and festivals, and you mentioned Rolling Stones, I think a toilet in Brighton. Can you just <laughs> give us one of those? Uh-huh, yeah. Um, well, the, the, the toilet one in Brighton is fairly quick because um, I saw something that, I thought was a myth. Uh, this was quite a long time ago now, probably 20 odd years ago, and there was a, a festival on the Downs. Uh, it was only it only happened a couple of years and then disappeared. Um, but uh, I was on my way to see Teenage Fan Club, and I saw a group of people rocking a uh, toilet, and they ah. rocked it and rocked it and rocked it and tipped it over, and no. then uh, rolled it over and ran away. And I saw the mon mud monster, well, mud poo monster oh that appeared my. from oh it. God. And it was clearly his mates who had done it. And wow, it's one of yeah. the funniest but worst things I've ever seen in my life. That um, is brutal. And I actually, I, I did genuinely think that was a myth, but I saw it happen. Um, so that was pretty bad. Oh, my God. I think that's <sighs> one of the running jokes on Jackass. They do stuff with those... Portuguese, don't yeah. they? Yeah, actually, I wonder if it was around that time. It could well have been. I, have, I mean, yeah. the worst thing to happen if you were in the toilet, but to, to watch as a spectator like you, that must have been so funny to see. It was really funny, but it was also... I mean, you felt so sorry for the guy. You would have felt yeah. for the person, yeah. Man alive, it was funny. I mean... Ooh, a ball's just appeared. Nice balls. <laughs> Two balls have just. For people appeared. listening to the podcast, Marcus is in Tesco and a ball has just rolled by in the aisle. Yeah, okay. Yeah, for those in in audio only, Marcus has yeah. found a pair of balls in Tesco. Yeah, green as well. <laughs> just... What about the Rolling Stones thing? What happened with that? Uh, what was well, that? that? Well, I, I need to tell you both because um, I'll tell you about the Billy Bag one as well. Uh, they're both heckles, um, and and oh, just okay. just excellent examples of heckles and, oh god and we can't brilliantly timed um yeah i went to see the rolling stones and uh, i was with a few friends including my friend joachim who's a lawyer um and uh, the rolling stones were playing greatest rock and roll band in the history of the world according to many people and uh, there was a quiet moment in between songs and he's swedish and he shouted in swedish ganska bra which means quite good <laughs> it was there was about 200 people surrounded us who all burst out laughing at the same time because it was just it was just 
a very oh. funny heckle. And the other one was. Um, um, I like that. Are you are you aware of the um, of this, what happened when uh, Bob Dylan went electric? Do you know oh, that people story? People were really unhappy. Yeah, you yeah. know that story. So anyway, yeah. um, I went to see Billy Bragg at Toll Puddle Martyrs Festival. And uh, he came on stage and he had his Telecaster on and he was doing his songs, you know, and playing his angry guitar on his own. And then after about six or seven songs, he took off his Telecaster and picked up an acoustic guitar and put it on. And someone in the audience shouted, Judas! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, well done, Marcus. You know what? 10 out of 10 this week for your interaction with the post. I've got... That's really great. I've got one similar to that. And it's, it's, it's a bit dark, but it was there was a, a concert where it was an evening with William Shatner, and he does sort of poetry and spoken word and talks about his life. Wow. And there's, there's a very, very sad story about the passing of his, I believe it was his wife at the time, and it's really, really, really sad moment. And I don't know what sort of mentality it takes for the person to exist to actually deliver the heckle. But the room was quiet pin drop and you can imagine just a monologue being given by William Shatner and the gravitas and the quiet that brings to the room until one guy at the back of the room after this story you know and everyone's really really sad about it just one guy shouted Khan at the back of the room like that and it's on this recording it's just unbelievable unbelievable uh so yeah I wasn't there for that one but I'm aware of it having happened Wow, that is a that, full on. I mean, that is, that a is very full on. Although I wonder if yeah. William Shatner's wife was killed by Khan. I mean, it's possible. No, isn't it? I, 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 I don't know the exact. St- I did look it up, but I've forgotten the exact story. But it was quite a very, very sad story, which is why it was a very, very dark heckle. But mm. yeah. So, Marcus, obviously yeah. you're in Tesco, but where where actually are you? Where uh, is that I'm, Tesco? I'm, I'm in a beautiful place called Shepton Mallet. <laughs> Which is Shepton Mallet. Shepton Mallet. It's actually about uh, two miles away from the Glastonbury Festival ground. So um, this this is the Tesco's that gets absolutely raided uh, once a year. Um, And um, yeah, um, it's quite local to uh, where I've been recently. Marcus, we're going to leave you in a moment. But before we go, I would love it if we could just see speak to someone find, in tesco come on there must be someone right. there find someone that works there okay ask them in fact why don't you just tell them that there are say say to them you know what would be great let's let's do this let's see if we can get them to do that thing where they say hi i'm such and such and you're listening to the blue coat diaries podcast then we can use it for future you stuff think that's gonna happen i mean this can is you all... try and make that happen come on it's like right, a challenge annika moment oh, yeah. someone's, i was gonna go to the customer service desk but someone's just gone up there Oh, so annoying. So what the problem is, Johnny? What? You've got yellow jumpsuit tracksuit top on, and Marcus needs it for his challenge anger moment. Do you know what? This jacket, oh, I bought it late one night on Instagram as a bit of an impulse buy, and let me tell you, I loved the look of it, but the colour was not this yellow. And when it turned up, I was like, wow, I'm literally a yellow coat. Yeah. It was like more of a kind of tan kind of... I'll send you a picture of what it looked like, and then you could put that on the... Yeah. podcast on the on the youtube mm-hmm. yeah. because it, it is definitely brighter than the picture that that sold it to me <laughs> send i'm making a note mark picture coat. of my coat picture. yeah excuse yeah. me um come on marcus you can, can do I, this can i ask you a question yeah. do you watch uh, britain's got talent uh no do you you don't recognize that guy no, no she doesn't recognize you johnny sorry <laughs> and she well, can ask her if she can do the thing. She's, she's, she's gone. gone. She just ran away. <laughs> she's like, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> she, she, she didn't look very happy. I've got a feeling that could be this week's clip to pr- promote the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think it's going to work. Everyone's very busy. No, come on, Marcus, you can do it. Mark, Mark big, help, help him out. Come on, mate. Give him this. some encouragement. We believe in you, Marcus. Well, you that, can do this. Come on, it's going no, to be your big finish. I'm quite shy at the best of times. So this, this is. I um, know exactly. So I'm going to try. I'm going to try and get you outside your comfort zone. Look for someone who looks friendly. Yeah, that's that's quite difficult. When, a friendly uh, member of staff at Tesco, and all they've got to do is say, "Hi, I'm whoever they are. You're, and you're listening to the Blue Coat Diaries podcast." The, the customer see the customer services people have to be nice, don't they? But she's very busy, which is very oh. annoying. 
Come on, Marcus, you can do it. Maybe go to a different department. Uh, it's good. The Wi-Fi is good, isn't it? It is, actually. It's a, I did a speed test on it, and it was, like, massive. Really. I think this is a good... Tesco internet. Advert. Massive. Well, I, I did... <laughs> I did also think about um, the product placement thing, um, and I think I'm winning on the product placement. I know you were doing product placement last week when I wasn't on. Yeah, um, you're promoting a lot of items. I am promoting a lot of items, so I'm winning. I don't reckon this is going to work. There's no one here. Come on, Marcus, you can do it. I, no, I'm not letting go of this. Literally I'm no like a dog with here. a bone. There must be somebody uh, there. There must be someone somewhere. I'm back in the cold bit again. This is definitely an episode to oh, no. watch on YouTube, oh, no. I think. The, the, um, the, the, girl, um, the girl that I spoke to is now talking to a colleague over there, and she looks very disturbed. Oh, okay, dear. maybe we should leave. Are you about to get thrown out of Tesco's? I'm wondering, yeah. yeah Keep filming not, and she, send it back in. <laughs> she, did, she did not look happy. I've got my GoPro in my pocket as well. Uh, yeah, nice. I don't think this is going to work, you know. There's no one here. All right, well, listen, next time we have you on, we'll I'll, have another go. I'll see, see I'd, uh, I know you didn't want me to um, to um, tee up a person, but next time maybe I'll, I'll, I'll find a person beforehand. So I know hey, that, that guy there. Work. Ask that guy. Ask he, that guy. He looks very, shall I ask him? Yeah, go on, Mark. Yeah, go on, okay. Marcus. Excuse me. Don't say anything about me. Oh, I won't say anything about you. This is a podcast that I'm on. Yeah. Would you mind saying hello to me? Yeah, sure. yeah, that's that's Hello. a guy called Johnny Awesome, and that's yeah. a guy called Hello, Mark House. He's from Britain's Got Talent. Oh, really? You might, you might not know him. Most people don't. Uh, what did you want him to say, Johnny? <laughs> can he can he say? First of all, ask him what his name is. Oh, Mark. what's your name? Jay. Jay. Yeah. Jay. Nice to meet you. Okay. Nice can, meet you. can he say hi? I'm Jay from Tesco, and you're listening to the Blue Coat Diaries podcast. Can you say hi? I'm Jay from Tesco, and you're listening to the Blue Coat podcast. Hi, I'm Dave from Tesco, and you're listening to the Blue Coat Podcast. Yay! Yeah, Excellent, Jay. Thank you very much. Thanks, mate. That's great. It worked. You too. Not bad. He, did it. He, oh, he, was good. he didn't get the title right. He, he said it's not called the Blue Coat Podcast. It's called the Blue Coat Diaries Podcast. Oh, well, yeah, well, I mean, that was that, that was I mean, Marcus fucked that up. But so you know, yeah, no, I know it was. He had got, a lot on his plate. I got nervous. <laughs> you have to do. You have to find someone else, Marcus. Now, <laughs> no, I'm not. That's it. I'm done. If I didn't have to pay for this coffee still, I'd be out of it. Yeah, the social anxiety is like reached peak. Uh, We're done now. You know what, Marcus? This is way You've been amazing this week. Zone. You did You've been amazing man. this week. Thank you so much for coming on. And look, we we know we now know where we can use the Wi-Fi. We've got we've got a we've got another studio out there, which is basically. Hey, maybe we can get sponsored Tesco. by Tesco. Exactly. Yeah. Their Wi-Fi so, is massive. I've that heard. Would be good, a very We're going to say thing. goodbye to you for now Marcus have a great week yeah, and um, thanks so much for, for helping with Take the show easy, and yeah we'll, we'll speak to you soon alright talk to you later in a bit man bye bye dude bye alright off he goes off he goes oh he's gone wow well, that was that was quite high octone by the end it was you know what I found it quite difficult to orate and partake in that because I was just fascinated at what was going to happen. I was half expecting Marcus to get bundled by security guards at any moment and that was, was kind of drawing my hoping. attention away. I was kind of like, <laughs> I'm supposed to be hosting a podcast here but I'm just like, it's like watching reality TV. That was good. I challenged him with finding some Wi-Fi and he definitely did do he that. Did I mean, do he was, that. He was, it was, he was wandering about using it to the max. Now, listen, before we go, I just wanted to tell you where I'm gigging this week because, you know, sometimes yeah. people can get along to them. So I'll do that quickly and then you can tell me what you're up to as well. Uh -huh. Tonight, after this, we're recording on a Tuesday here, so this will go out on Friday, so this will have already happened. But tonight, just to let you know, because it's kind of fun, I'm going to rugby and I'm going to go and do a little set at a year six leavers thing you know like when they leave primary to go to secondary oh, school cool. yeah so i'm going to go and do a kid's set but it's quite good for me because my daughter has just left her primary so i'm sort of thinking what would she find the least naff and that's yeah. what i'll do you know what i mean yeah like you know what kind of thing would she like least roll her eyes at so that's yeah. the kind of comedy i'm gonna do okay uh, so yes, that's tonight. good plan Friday, I'll be near you actually, uh, and maybe even try and hook up. Friday, I am doing a cowboy themed corporate in Grantham. Mate. Yeah. 
listen my advice is if anyone's got an eye patch anything like that don't think it's anything to do with the fucking cowboy film theme all right um yep definitely that if you don't know what mark's talking about you've got to listen to this the first episode. season one <laughs> season one willie thorne eye patch story yeah. saturday i'm going to play at pride in hull so it's uh-huh. hull pride on saturday and i'm doing a kids show there in the afternoon if you're around come out and check that out i mean you don't have uh, to come out come out but you know yeah. if, if you're going to at any time might as well if you want to you come out you can or just attend and then on the night of Saturday, Saturday night, I'm playing Manchester Comedy Store. So that'll be exciting. Sick. Yeah. And then the next time I'm going to head to Burton because I'm going to a wedding on Monday. You ever been to a wedding on a Monday? Um, no, but I, I respect that. I bet it was considerably less money than doing it on a Saturday. Yeah, I'm not knocking <laughs> it. I'm just saying it feels like yeah. I, to, I actually messaged them and said, is it Monday? They were like, yeah, it's Monday. Plus. So that's what I'm going to do. If it was me, you know, I probably wouldn't want that many people. It's going to put some people off that on Monday. Oh, they couldn't get it off. Oh, shame. It's great for me because, yeah. you know, I don't really gig on a Monday. So that's like <laughs> exactly Because most people get married on a Saturday and I think, oh, that's my are, work day. Gone. Are they uh, entertainer or musician or comedian, the people who are getting married? I'll tell you a bit of in, a bit of interesting information. Uh-huh. The girl, uh-huh. who's a good friend, uh-huh. was a dancer. Right. And she now... His name is Lola. Works in a different <laughs> different right. field, but she still is involved with dance and things like that. Mm-hmm. She actually used to do loads of cruises and stuff, so she, she'll know all about the cruise world. Um, the guy uh-huh. works for F1, Formula One, filming right. it, okay. filming the F1. You have to be quick at that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, we both had the same idea. This is quite fun. Yeah. Uh, I hope I'm okay saying this. The guy who's getting married, his sister is Karis from Catatonia. Karis. All oh, right. Matthews. Yes. So hopefully I'll get to chat to her possibly at the wedding because we listen to her on Radio 6. Yeah, and used yeah to love she's Cassidy, great. So that, that could be fun. Try yeah. not to fanboy too much at that wedding. Yeah. And I think that's about everything. So That's probably why they did it on a Monday because they're working at weekend. Exactly. That's all weekend yeah, jobs that is, mate. We've worked it out. There We've worked we it out. Are you heading anywhere between now and the next pod? Have you got any shows? Well, you know full well that I'm absolutely stuffed, mate. I've got, uh, in in four and a bit hours, I'm picking my boy up. And um, yep. from now until then is all the time I've got to edit the podcast and get it launched. So, okay. um, And then I'm off to a field just up the road, uh, Pentridge, to some, some, some lovely gentlemen... Uh, from a motorcycle club running uh, uh, Rock and Blues Festival. And What's it called? Custom bike, it's Rock and Blues Custom Show. And they have the custom okay. bikes show up there. It's up on a hill out in Pentridge. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's where I am. I've got some some old old school bands. I've got... Oh, and some, some very good friends of mine. Uh, and the boy Aaron, uh, who's, uh, who still calls me dad sometimes... He's, I'm not not real. He's one of my old students. Um, he's the guitarist in the band with a load of all my mates, and they're subheadlining on Saturday. These Wicked Rivers, great band. Um, and there's a few other things. I think we've got Dare on and lo- loads of loads of stuff. All right. So we're gonna have tons. A Guns N' Roses tribute week. on the Thursday, I think. But it, oh, cool. that's what Thursday. I think a Guns N' Yorkshire Roses. Oh, okay. Yeah, and a Chili Peppers thing on Thursday as well. So Thursday, I think we've got some (laughs) tribute stuff. Yeah, so that's going to be me in a field Thursday, because it starts on Thursday, finishes on Saturday, that one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to have so much to go through next week. That's wonderful. And listen, we're going to try hard to line up Kezia for next week so we can have the brilliant Kezia Gill (laughs) on the show. She's going to come on, look at me and go, what are you doing here? How has this happened? (laughs) <laughs> you'll go you know what johnny's like he ropes you into stuff look at mark yeah, if you're wandering around tesco getting thrown out yeah um brilliant okay well it's goodbye from me johnny awesome it's goodbye from me mark carver and we'll see you in a week don't forget this week's question was funniest complaints you've ever been witness to get them in right the socials roll in those karen moments yeah yeah and let's have the lovely outro tune i'll see you next week my friend i'll see you next week mate thanks for listening to the podcast i appreciate
we'll give it a go So hit the button and subscribe We're just getting started, don't be shy We'll be back soon, more to share Join us for the ride if you dare That's it for now, we'll see you soon For another episode coming to you Thanks for tuning in, we really mean that